He is cross-legged on the floor of the public library, deep in cookery, holding a book of old recipes, gripping it tight, his tears tapping out the code of how lost he is on its sun-bleached cover. He is soft rain. He is a filthy shirt. He is two nights on a bench, one night in a doorway, two nights under a tree, after years and years of mattress and cotton sheet. The book in his hands is simply called Fruit. It's hard and heavy, a book to be used and passed down, built to last. On the front cover there's a still-life painting, a table draped with cloth, a ceramic jug, a plate of apples and pears. For a second, he has the sensation that he is a boy sitting in a church, holding a Bible. He has never been to church. And his own kitchen table, his jug and plates, where are they now? The library is quiet this morning, silent, slow-mo, papery room. There is no one close, but Daniel Berry is not alone. The bodies of these books have thick spines and buttery fingerprints. A man can do worse for company than cooks and celebrity chefs, and he imagines them, lined up with offerings. A pot of strong coffee, bowls of broth and noodles, bread and flapjacks straight from the oven. He closes his eyes, and it scares him, so he opens them again. He feels like he is outside in his pyjamas. Sometimes the only thing to do is keep perfectly still. He remembers being knocked off his bike last year, how he lay on the road for a long time too scared to move to discover what damage had been done. After a while it was sort of pleasant, looking up at the sky, watching the clouds from inside a private bubble of shock. His stillness now, it's something like that. Funny what the mind does, how it leaps from chefs to flapjacks to pyjamas to falling off a bike and watching clouds, all without him moving a muscle. Also, he is not dead. This is what he thinks next. He is not dead, but he is a body in the library. Very Agatha Christie, Daniel. It's true, he thinks. He is a warm, living, damp body in a public library. He has dragged the wet swamp of himself in here, and no one has stopped him. As a boy, he was often in the library. His mother would come with him sometimes, but mostly she would leave him while she went off to run errands. This was the story she used to tell, a tale of bills to pay, letters to post, things to buy from the market. By the time she collected him on her way home, he would be the proud temporary owner of a pile of books, he had a way to fill the hours and the hours, a way to avoid the packs of other boys who didn't take kindly to newcomers. He was frightened of these burly boys, fascinated by them too. The way they would sit for ages on a wall, languorous and slow and short-sleeved in the sun. They made the passing of time look easy. They made being a boy look easy.